0: Nine Smith W. Yes, you. Bend
1: lower. If you want a vision of the future, Winston, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever.
0: Alright, welcome to Winston Smith's Diary. We're up to episode 5 here. Today, I'm pleased to bring you a special guest, a good friend of mine that I've gotten to know over the last year or so, by the name of Miguel Duque. We are here in uh, the Pacific Northwest at a little, at a, at a, at a nice uh, outdoorsy place. We like to congregate. You, you might find out a little bit more about it someday, but for now, that's our secret but Mm -hmm. but uh (laughs) if you know where it's at then you know (laughs) if you
1: don't well maybe you'll find out maybe you can earn your way if you come looking if you're cool enough yeah
0: so uh miguel is a leader definitely a a leader of this community of uh agorism in the pacific northwest uh the squat he's co-founder of squatch (laughs) fest freedom festival he's a life coach he's a he's a facilitator a producer a creator a uh he's a catalyst he does he does cool shit uh you know, all, all day, every day. So I'm a ple- it's a pleasure for me to have him here. Miguel, so want to say hello to everybody here?
1: What? <laughs> Dude, man, I'm so flattered. I'm uh, very humbled. Um, I, uh, Yeah, I'm loving and enjoying doing all this with you and everybody else who's shown up. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a part of this. And yes, uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, yeah, I, I've kind of found my way into a lot of amazing opportunities. Um any way that I can help people, right? Coaching. I listen. I find folks who are passionate and that have goals and that are looking for others. That definitely everyone right now is looking for. Where's my tribe at? You know, we've all we've mm-hmm. always. So many people have been dreaming of this. They have found freedom. They found they have their vision for peace and freedom and just living those principles and we've dreamt of finding our tribe and with all these very strange and unpredictable and unfortunate in many ways and challenging circumstances we're also finding the people we've always needed to find and so we're getting together and we're doing really cool things so one of those is Squatch Fest Sasquatch Freedom Festival is our take on it's the Pacific Northwest Freedom Festival, based in Washington and the Key Peninsula. It's a cool spot yes. of Washington, and uh, uh, so or so we say Washington. You know, occupied Cascadia because it's really mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Washington is just kind of the status name, but um, we are building things out here. Building we have Squatch Cafe. We now have the stage that we was built yesterday where we put on essentially um, an, ex, an experimental EDM dance party show and we had DJs spinning, including um, there's this one apparently goes by the name of dj squatchy beats yeah i heard he was gonna be here yeah showed up (laughs) like what and um yeah (laughs) so anyhow so he had yeah it was decked he was decked out and it was crazy throwing down fire squatchy beats and uh and then there was also our friend uh and he was his name is tony dj do you remember stage name he he Um, he said it like once, Deuce Dwayne, and Deuce Dwayne, Deuce Dwayne. Whoa, what up, Deuce yeah. Dwayne? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> DJs were spinning yesterday, but that was just our mini. We called it a mini squatch, because we do this festival, where everybody comes together. It's an agora. It's a festival. It's both a celebration. It's a fun celebration. It's art. It's music. It's learning. It's agora is trading. So you know agorism means that you have an agora with where there's a space for people to freely share value for value everyone comes together as free individuals sovereign people individuals coming together to help each other to share their gifts or exchange goods services knowledge um entertainment all the great things right food So we've got Squatch Cafe, I think I might have mentioned, is this outdoor kitchen we're building. We have, um, oh, we're building like Brian Norton. So also we should talk about Food Forest Farms. Yes, absolutely. I've I've teamed up with Brian Norton of Food Forest Farms who roasts coffee and does permaculture. And he's building Solutions Radio Network as well as co-founding and hosting the fest here at his land. And uh, what else? He roasts amazing, incredible coffee. I'm a member of his coffee club. I get coffee from him every month. So this is just some of the stuff we're doing. I've found amazing people to collaborate with, and um, you know, we all have done that. We're all finding like, oh wow, you know this, you do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, what if what if we what if we teamed up? What if we did this together? And it's just so cool. It's just a big experiment. It's just a big because we know, th- this is the time. This is the time. Like, if not now, then when? When do we ever have this opportunity to finally just put ourselves out there and experiment and take the risks and see if we th- we can pull this thing off while we have a chance? Yeah. To save the- to save humanity. Okay. To not be that boot on the face. You know, that's their vision, so to speak. They mm-hmm. they quote unquote the dark side and. We don't fight with the darkness. We just bring the light. We just bring peace and freedom and light and sound and good vibrations and energy. And we're powerful. We can create whatever yeah, we, we want to create. We don't have to focus on the pro- problem and the darkness. We're
0: not just here to consume no, and yeah. to wait for a savior or to be dependent exactly. on this Realize or that. We're here to That say, we're powerful yeah.
1: because we're free and we own ourselves and we're... You know uh, we're totally you know as they say sovereign over our whole lives you know we really can you can create whatever you want with your life you know it's it's important to realize that if you're a self-owning human being you don't have to believe what they quote-unquote want you to believe that you're weak and that you're a victim and that you always be a slave and that it's hopeless and that you should just quit and give up and and assume and expect and manifest that you're going to lose and that you're going to be unhappy and that you're going to be um, subjugated to all these undesirable things. <clears throat> you don't have to believe that. You can actually be powerful and choose to believe that and realize that you, you can um, just everything you really dream of, that you really desire, nobody is stopping you but yourself from doing those things. Right. And so that's just what we're doing here, what we're setting, you know, setting out to prove or to find out because, well, if we are unsuccessful, well, then um, not at least that we tried. It's just that we're never going to fucking give up on freedom. Sorry. It's, just, that's it's not an option. This, yeah. No. Um, so. What else should I say? Um, I'm an activist. I'm a coach. Yeah, I'm involved with the Libertarian Party, which is awesome. The Libertarian Party of Washington in particular is super freaking awesome. I mean, we've got a lot of new hardcore libertarians that got involved, including myself. I was apolitical for a long time. And then a bunch of us said like, "Um, wait, the Libertarian Party Ought to be way more libertarian and and like waking people up and not just like parodying the same old political garbage right like if if there's going to be a libertarian party it ought to at least be awesome like ron paul was he's the guy that woke mm-hmm. me up to a lot of stuff so anyhow that was when i was young uh whatever uh probably like 2021 20, um uh, in college and uh ron paul shout out the good doctor um, from Texas, which he—I I grew up about an hour away from him, and never knew hmm. about Ron Paul until I went off to college and heard about it. And after 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 2008, I'll admit that was—I was 18, my first election. I voted Obama.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you can
1: imagine, I felt like smacked and just bitch slapped up. Like what? How was I so deuced? You know, yeah, or what have just... you? After seeing the drone bombing and the surveillance and the now total 1984. I mean, mm, literally. Prosecuting what, whistleblowers. Not that. Obviously, Bush was bad. And Bush was so bad. And it was the sort of deal where it was just like, oh, well, duh. Because he's a stupid Republican from Texas. That's why he's so yeah. bad. But then Obama comes in and he's supposed to be so smart and so progressive and so blah, blah, blah. And then he's about as evil as they come. Yeah. And about as bankster you know genocidal maniac as they come you know uh, so it was just like what if that's not an eye opener yeah you know what is and so i was one of the people that fortunately my eyes were opened and i started reading a lot of different stuff and then when ron paul came around i was like what because i got on the ron paul train in 2012 and then it's just from there it's just been like whoa yeah total freedom over everything yeah my shirt yeah last night i was wearing that freedom over everything shirt. you know so um That's that, that's me, pretty much. There's a lot more.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, I wanted to, I guess, one little jumping-off point would be, from a historical perspective, from, from a philosophical perspective, just the, like, we're talking about different, obviously, inherent corruption in the system as we experience it now, which is obvious to most people, but, you know, historically, looking at it from a, like, the nature of power itself, how the state became a thing, how, what its true purpose and objective is versus what it presents to the willing you know the willing masses right so um you recommended anatomy of the state by Rothbard and and it's really cool how he described to me he's describing the genesis of government being you know back when people lived in little groups of 150 and they maybe they moved around and they were mostly in balance with nature and the land and they had a they had their own agora you know they had just they were just treating people equally and they, they, they got along and, and bad behavior was discouraged. And then let's say there's a pretty successful village. Some marauding horde comes over and it's like, oh, we're going to just kill them and take all their shit and I'm like, oh, great. We're conquerors, we're tough, we're we're militant and we do this. But then they think, oh, we don't have to just kill them. We can let them live and by threat of force, they'll continue to produce, and we'll just sit over here and chill and be, become fat cats while they just, you know, we'll let them have some kind of an existence, and we'll just siphon this, what we want, over into us. And that's like that's like the state right there, essentially. Then you have, you know, kingdoms and on up to, to present day. And just um, the way you put it, when I read that, I was like, that's it. You know, that's it. But you grow up in this programming that's just like, no that's what you do you say the pledge of allegiance and you vote in the national election and you're gonna put your identity into that and it's gonna it's really um it's really a lever on your life and your destiny We're, we're just supposed to go along with that you know but um and then to me it's so obvious and obviously to a lot of people listening to this but uh in today's world it's like sorry that's um that's a fairy tale it's not it's not gonna work you know
1: yeah, that was, yeah, that you put it perfectly, um, and definitely, I certainly would say, I would agree that Rothbard put it just so well, so perfectly, how he breaks things down, he and of course, all of his predecessors, and his protégés, and everyone in the Austrian economics world, you know, of like, Ludwig von Mises was Rothbard's teacher and um and oh so was you know uh uh, well actually you know uh, what is it frederick hayek was learning from mises and so was rothbard rothbard took it to the next level basically founding like anarcho-capitalism and you know anarchism of a new kind around that time in the late 60s 70s there was just a lot of people figuring new things out there was a lot more interest in anarchism countercultural things and a lot of those folks ended up being communists probably because they were co-opted right Mm -hmm. by the power interests and um now here we have now today that's why i'm always thinking gee what happened to all the awesome great hippies that were supposed to save the world Mm -hmm. and bring us Love and light and all that jazz, right? Like, what happened to them? Um, Now they're shilling for the banks. Mm -hmm. Um, What happened to them? They got bought out. They got, you know, psyoped. And they have a lifestyle
0: and a social circle to maintain and et cetera. And so
1: has everyone else. We're all being experimented on with all these beliefs and all these messages and all this programming from every level and you think that it's just oh well if we the public schools are one thing and it's also everything else you just that's when it comes to self-ownership versus slavery is that those who believe that they own us that we're their property that we're their cattle Mm -hmm. that almost like you were saying we don't have to slaughter this whole village or if you look at it like a farm we don't have to slaughter this whole herd of this whole wild herd we could actually maybe we kill a few and we actually take captive many of them and breed them and feed them and keep them safe so to speak mm-hmm. and make them whatever live here and grow fat the way we want and be dependent on us and all that right so mm-hmm. it's literally like that they figured out how to go from literally just killing people and taking their things to making you into their property and, quote-unquote, letting you live your life in a way that just totally just serves them, down to how you identify, how you, this whole self-ownership thing, like what is your yourself you get to decide what your life is about. That's the amazing thing about self-ownership is you get to create what your life is about? What is your mission? You get to discover that, you know, it does on a certain level It comes from some spiritual Power though. It's within you. It's you also you create it as you grow and as you know your journey unfolds I think in this amazing universe and The the, the people who want to harvest you as their property as their cattle they want you to think this is who you are i'm going to tell you you are american and Mm -hmm. you are white or you're black or you're um this or that right this is who you are and you you basically do what we say this is how you live your life you have to have all these things um you're part of quote unquote this society and this is how we all act and you agreed to this by the way because you, we said so because we said tacitly you you tacitly consent to all this and this is all based on the consent of the governed and hey by the way you consent just so you know and that's you, we, they they want to shape and create and create your identity for you and not you don't even get the chance to create your own identity in this world that's mm-hmm. designed you to be someone's property so um how did we get on that subject i mean just i think the nature of power comes down to definitely false beliefs that are in that are in uh, deliberately uh, uh, inflicted on people and it's you know it's definitely it's by design Um, there's a lot of others that are unwittingly part of this process and then there are others that are not so unwittingly like they are knowingly part of this process and then there's the ones that i guess maybe the the top of the top or what have you or they're often maybe it's maybe their their quote unquote net worth isn't the most though they have the most control over things often from the shadow from the shadows that you don't see Mm -hmm. they control the things that control the things that things the the things that control what you see you know so um I guess it starts from the people's beliefs that uh, they found a way to go from humans were this wild creature and they and some humans found a way essentially to how do we corral how do we start to you know rope in this herd here and then make it into what we need.
0: Beasts of burden. Yeah. And we're we'll, yeah. we'll over here. <laughs> yeah, chill um, and we'll convince ourselves that we're superior human beings and um, that we... I mean, I guess a lot of... Some of their, their calculus is that they... Th- uh, you know, pe- these are... A lot of them are eugenicists. They really believe that they are, you know, genetically, racially, intellectually, everything superior to other people and they look down on and that's I, I think that has to be some way some how some people justify it right and, and a lot of them do look at it like that they feel that um they're entitled to this control uh, because they're just simply better that's you know they convince themselves and that goes to like the divine right of kings and all this and and then um you know people that grow up in these circles now they get they um you know they're they're entertained with this notion that yeah we're the you know, obviously the technocrats that are coming around—they think that we're gonna just—we're gonna manage society because we know it's best. We're, now we're to the point where they want to do it with an algorithm, and you know, they want to—they want to do it that way, um, with a few little um, so-called intellectuals at the helm and this and that. But um,
1: yeah, that's that's totally, man. I think you said the way I see it is essentially even those. That really see things that way, clearly from their actions, the way they behave, it's so apparent the way that there are those folks who believe they have some quote-unquote divine, it might, they might see it religiously or they might see mm-hmm. it as sort of secular, but as like this new religion of the state and mm-hmm. a religion of quote-unquote science and whatever else, a religion of just authority and um and it, whether it's secular or not um they have this belief that they have authority over you and others and it's like it's a sickness essentially it's not only it's not only a false belief it really is a pathological mm-hmm. sickness and the proper response is wow you are literally due to your mental sickness and your da- and your dangerous and violent and evil actions you're causing untold death and destruction and chaos and despair and tragedy and loss and suffering because you're sick and you need to be removed from any control of p- power and your ability to harm people So there's people out there that are just sociopaths that have acquired so much through their fraud and deceit and coercion. They literally think that they are entitled to the ability to force you and bend you to their will. And that is a sickness. And uh, they actually, they've literally infected everyone with their sickness. That was the original pandemic, uh, sort of the worst pandemic, truly, is of the statist cult mindset that that you get indoctrinated that you don't own yourself you're part of this cult they control you you actually don't run your life you actually have to do at the end of the day whatever they say yeah, because they have, have the power it and is you very don't much and like you're religion. weak and there's it's do- So it's a dog- belief it's a belief that you literally you have to just be weak you just have to be a victim your whole life
0: but it's dogmatic they're saying you you must believe this you cannot question it There is an orthodoxy that you will comply to, and Mm -hmm. if you step outside of that, we'll take the stick out and whack you until you get back in line. See, yeah. And they have their saints, they have their figures that can't be questioned, uh, and they must be worshipped like fuckhead. Fauci, you know, like he, he oh, says, yeah. if you question me, you question science. Oh, my you know? God. Yeah, he literally and li- he, say that and to out loud. Pe- he did. And to some people, they, they're they not were, beating around the bush. When you attack him and question him, <sighs> they take it as they have an emotional reaction to it. <laughs> because, I am science. Yeah. They, I, he probably said that. Yeah. I, didn't it, he say, like, it, I it, am science? He said... Uh, Quite One frankly, the- if you're questioning me, you're questioning science, <laughs> okay? Put put your eighth mask on, and don't ever hug your kids again, all right? Thank
1: you. You're almost <laughs> there with the, yeah, you got it. Okay, I'm
0: working on it. I got to fine-tune it. I like but, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, that's just the glaring example of, and going back to ownership, obviously, um nobody is gonna inject me with any my bodily autonomy there's no fucking question whatsoever you're gonna come and stick something in me and if I don't own that then what the what what the fuck is going on here like there's no one like government if you have this certificate paper says we are the government we get to choose this for you no you do not government is a group of people um, that have gained power over you know hundreds hundreds and thousands of years um but they don't decide to to inject me with anything at all ever so i
1: think it's worth noting yeah i did recommend to you the rothbard's anatomy of the state it's a pretty foundational read um and we're also kind of what we're discussing reminds me of another thing i either i either recommended to you or you said you were already into was larkin rose um and he wrote a book called the most dangerous superstition and he talks about this religion of authority, religion of the state and that's a really good read. Um and of course we actually at the festival here we had an author um Etienne de Laboetti the second so to speak, is his pen name and uh he's a he's a cool fellow. Um also by the name of Howard lickman and he wrote a book called uh Government the greatest what is it the greatest scam biggest. in history, the biggest scam in history. Uh, exposed and uh and it's a great he includes stuff from Rothbard and Larkin and other great stuff comp- compiles there's so much good info on this um so there's that yeah. I guess more or less I'm thinking that it really does stem from ideas like power if the are thinking about the nature of power a lot of it does stem from ideas because this physical whole world that we experience is in large part what we create after the inner creation we have our beliefs our vision for what we want to see in the world um our mission you know the things that we set out to do and to be and to have and such and um you know so if that can be manipulated then you manipulate everything else from there because you have a person acting upon beliefs that are set up to get them to behave the way you want Mm -hmm. so that is really ultimately the greatest power um you can manipulate people's beliefs and their thoughts and their whole inner spiritual power so to speak through fear and through a lot of other really nasty means that we've experienced for so many for forever really i mean for you know about as long as it comes though we have the tools to overcome this i believe i i'm a i'm an optimistic person i believe we have tools we have hope that we can heal from generations upon generations of trauma inflicted at the hands of people who believed this cult belief that they own you or that they just can kill or hurt you and just yeah control you so um we can heal from that uh kind of that's partly why another thing that i do is i'm a board member of the entheo society of washington which is basically plant advocate advocates for plant medicines that help people overcome that so, that inner spiritual world, those beliefs, you know, and that whole, you know, your whole sort of spiritual power and health, um, and mental and emotional and everything, um, plant medicines can be really, really helpful and beneficial for that and helping people overcome trauma, um, depression, anxiety, so many of the things that we suffer today just because everybody's just being put through this meat grinder. And they have been for so long. Literally, we're the product of usually people that have been put through the meat grinder, and then those people were products of the same. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's building up, and that has to be released somehow. There's the darkness where it gets released through more violence, and there's the light where it gets released through healing and through love and through good and through there is that we have that we have that opportunity it's not plant medicines aren't the only one i'm not saying that oh just you know our only hope is just everybody does mushrooms though i think that would be a pretty good thing if more people found the benefits of things like these ancient plant healers plant spirits like psilocybin you know mushrooms or uh what have you right so Mm -hmm point being, we have to, if we're going to become freer, we have to take control of that inner creation, that inner world, figure out what are the, what's the bad programming, the viruses that have been infected in my programming, the false beliefs that are holding me back and causing me to serve others rather than to serve, you know, what have you myself or my higher self or my God or my whatever is your purpose right serve that and not some other um, thing that takes you away from that you know I think you know what I'm getting at there mm-hmm. um, we've got to heal and we have to find hope and we have to take positive action we have to heal ourselves and grow ourselves and that's really what it's about it's not about fighting at the end of the day
0: yeah and so you're making me qu- you know the question i'm asking is okay we, and all of us here especially at the uh squatch community it's about solutions what can we do we can't we can't sit here and curl up into a ball and just say oh no uh they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take us over there's no hope that's that's not an option so for someone who is maybe just coming around to You know seeing how things are working and and the the reality is hitting them you know it's got to be it's got to be fairly tough would you um would you recommend any you know anything in particular for someone like if they know they, they can tell shit is wrong and they're saying well what can i do because everyone's so scared and you know what i mean and they're they're controlled by this anxiety and a lot of people out there were thinking, well, "Well, what can I do? I need, I need to have my job." You know, a lot of people have made this decision about the vax and other things that um, they have to comply because, uh, you know, they have kids, they have to pay the rent, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and it's really scary and it paralyzes people. So, what do you, how would you hope, try to help help someone like that?
1: That's a great question. Thank you. How would I help someone like that? You know, one of the ways that I do that actually is professionally through coaching. Because when I'm with someone who is experiencing those things, it's from their own way. They are one of a kind. They've had their own experience. They have their own background and story and struggles. And so when I am with someone and I can hear and see and feel and observe the challenges. I can ask questions. I can just be someone who's an observer and who realizes, wow, there's suffering here. And I'm not a therapist, okay? I'm not a counselor. I'm not professionally trained in any of that. I am professionally trained and quite experienced with professional coaching, um, business coaching, life coaching and i have developed just a real i mean uh, i joy for it because i see people i see a new pep in their step i see them become more empowered more i guess they they tell people tell me all the time like wow i have more clarity now and uh you know i just see them taking more action Mm -hmm. that's the at the end of the day i can you can see that there's they start creating more it's like when um um it's you know like when uh, we're all just um, creatures, you know, of nature. And so when you have a garden, you're dealing with life. How do you help life thrive? Well, you give it what it needs and you know you can you can help it. and just like with other people, everybody has things that they need. and if we can find other ways to find figure out, oh, what does this person need? They're lacking something. Just help give them that. They start to grow more, produce more, and they give back to us. That's really the vision. Um, Your question was about what could people do. Well, um, at the end of the day, they really have to answer that for themselves because they can. Actually, the answer is that you can essentially do almost anything. That's literally what I'm saying when I say Mm -hmm. I tell people you're powerful, and other people have said this for a long time too. I've been listening for a while. You're powerful. You're beautiful. You're free. Mm -hmm. You know, you are just uh, truly um a magnificent uh you know being and so what can you do is a que- is is what can you do is well sheesh almost anything so the question is what will you do with the time which that you have which here's the thing is we don't know nobody we we don't know that we 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 have some time we're pretty fortunate to be here right now, breathing and talking Mm -hmm. to each other. And we don't know how much time we get. And whenever it is up, however much that is for us, however much our clock is wound, so to speak, maybe we have, maybe we can or can't wind it more or wind it back, but, uh, or lose, you know, lose it. But when it's up, most people look back and say, oh shit. Mm -hmm. And they have, they're full of essentially regret. I think I I know this because well there's a book called The Top Ten Regrets of the Dying hmm. by uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the author she was in hospice care for many years dealt with hundreds of people in their final breaths counseling them and she after listening and asking and talking with them she discovered that the top ten regrets of the dying were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 or 10, 9, 8 so to speak but the number one was this I I regret not living a life more true to myself instead of a life That were, the life that was expected of me mm-hmm. by others and for most people that clock runs out and they, they're full of regret instead of wow okay I've got some amount of time what am I going to do with it what if I had What if I was so blessed to have a hundred years on this earth? What could I do with it? And you have to create that. You have to dream. That's what we all deserve to do or we naturally do growing up is we dream, we learn, and we think about who we are and we realize like what our lives could be when you meet and you see like people who have done amazing things that inspire you is you grow up realizing wow i can be like that too that person changed the world i could literally change the world too someday 100 years from now i could have a massive legacy of this thing that i care so much about that i would dedicate my whole life to it what would that thing be but the thing is that kind of thinking gets smashed out of people Mm -hmm. on purpose so you know what i'm saying we have to retrain ourselves we have to unlearn the victim habits and train how we were trained to be victims we have to unlearn that and we have to learn how to be powerful and how to think in that way of designing your life deciding what it's about and okay well that's if i was lucky to get a 100 years now um it, now let me plan to be healthy and successful and live long so i can do that and here's what i'm going to do today so you think big and you act small today What's the little baby step that i'm taking because it's a long journey to that? Way far off place in your mind that vision It's a long journey and it's literally just day by day step by step So you have to think big and know where you're going And then have the not discipline. I guess just the faith And overcome the fear to just take that step and just go step by step by step, right? um People can Even just you know, there's healing involved if you think about what brings you joy And what you care about what what fires you up. I have a deep connection with fire. So I think in terms of what fires you Up, what do you get fired up about? It could even be what do you get angry about? What makes you cry? What makes you happy? What makes you smile? What are the things like, you know, how do you help others there's a lot of questions I could ask if someone's thinking of, what can I do? But the more that you let yourself, the more that you give yourself the freedom, like when a child's growing up and getting better at doing things, and a parent like lets them go and do it more so that they can get even better, mm-hmm. let yourself do that. Pretend you're a child that you're having to raise yourself again in the way you want to be, to be the person you are meant to be. You have to raise yourself up. And you have to ask yourself, what brings me joy? What do I, how do I help? What do people come to me for help with? How do I like to help others? When I get into, how do I, when I'm getting in, quote unquote, the zone, mm-hmm. what is that? Am I a builder? Do I build things? Do I care and nurture for others? Am I a protector? Am I an adventurer? Figure out, you get to decide who you are. Oftentimes it's just by looking within. You know, it just comes to you as you get to know yourself. And um, then go and do those things, right? So, like, that's what we're all doing out here is we've got people who are builders. we got people who are passionate about permaculture, technology, freedom, philosophy, um, you name it. Like, art. art. Music, we've got dance. Art everything uh, music yeah the music food, so cooking, everything was cooking natural so when path, the agora the cool thing that. about the agora is all these things that beautiful amazing powerful human beings love to do and are passionate about and are good at all those things that's what makes up the agora is is uh, everybody's individual passions it's beautiful how it comes together and it's called um, well, we, there's a lot of ways we can refer to it. It's very much spontaneous order it is um, That's why my brand is called Amagi.life dot life is because Amagi is An ancient Sumerian word that it's it's one of the oldest known written languages or the o- oldest known written language of human history mm-hmm. And uh, there was this word on a tablet among some historical tablets that were found by an Assyriologist, anthropologist named Samuel Kramer, who um, he documented different things on these tablets. And one of them was this phrase, Amagi, which he says, and he's the foremost expert in this field, but he says that this word, Amagi, was the first known written human word for the concept of liberty. Because it was corresponding to um, a person who became a king in a city-state at this time in a uh, a ancient, like not Babylonia but Sumer, Um, basically like modern-day part of modern modern modern-day Iraq, you know the cradle of civilization, so to speak, in 2300 B.C.E. uh, So yeah, a long time ago. they had city-states, independent, almost like, you know, like the whatever Greek city-states, mm-hmm. but it was Sumer, and uh, they each had kings. And uh, there was this one called Lagash, and then this king came into power named Urukugina, and he um, he basically—he ended up freeing all these—all there, there were all these previous rulers were all corrupt. They were in bed with the, the lender—the— the basically, the banker whatever people and the church, the cleric, the, uh, the religious authorities, mm-hmm. they were all corrupt, and they were enslaving people through debt, usury and seizing people's property and all that stuff right taxation all that stuff so a lot of people were made into slaves you they were they were told they would owe nothing and be happy and they'd be indentured servant slaves for their whole life and well this guy urukugina became king and he freed a lot of the slaves he forgave all that debt from things people were you know stolen or whatever um uh and so uh his policies were known or came to be called amagi which literally translates apparently to return to the mother um and it was signified to mean more or less like liberty like so i thought i think of it as like return to the mother being return to nature return to the natural order Mm -hmm. which is a free spontaneous order it is where everybody gets to do what they love don't fucking hurt other people don't take their stuff do what you are called to do do what you do what you are meant to do do what you make makes you happy and fills you up with light and do it with everybody else who wants you to do that and you know just everybody it works out that way we all are coming together and some of us like you said perform music build stuff we're building huts we're building the kitchen we're building communications technology we're building um I mean, we've got people who are literally developing cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of... we got the different camps, right? Permaculture camp, art camp, the others, they're all really, really cool. Health and wellness. The kids camp is literally going to have their own kids freedom summit because the next... the Actually, the, well, the harvest party is happening this October. But then the spring festival next year is... Because we do two, because we're just so extra and crazy like mm-hmm. that. We do spring and fall spring awakening and fall harvest party um so the spring next year is going to happen to fall adjacent or on spring break and uh the person patricia who hosts kids camp is saying like well what if we just do like a kids free a kids like a kids camp kids freedom summit is what i'm calling it you know where they're probably gonna pay a very minimal amount to go to this camp and then come back having found out ways to earn cryptocurrency and uh build stuff and like startup businesses and whatever else just hung out with other cool kids in the woods and had a lot of fun and learned some things and uh just made new friends and all that good stuff right the kids deserve to be able to do yeah. like in a natural way in a good healthy way not like a, okay you sit in this little chair in this box six feet apart from these people that are exactly this age and all are told the exact same like that's apparently what we're told is being socialized or something like Mm. that but you know really what it's about is go meet people of all ages do cool stuff learn how you can be helpful to others and figure out what like i said what you enjoy like what kids i think we could look to how would we want kids to naturally grow up and think about we'd want them to be able to play and discover what they love and so, like, what can you do? Allow yourself to do that. That's what we're all doing out here. We're kind of just playing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we I, come out, I come out here to freaking have a blast and do whatever I want as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I'm definitely helping everybody that I can. I love to feed people. I love to listen, blast music or whatever and all this stuff. I like to be out here in the woods. It's the best. That's what we're doing. Hell yeah. That's what anybody can do. You can find your own property somebody who owns property who is aligned with this type of this these type of principles and you can do this anywhere i mean we were inspired by others doing it all over the place Mm -hmm. i mean you can do anything you want to do and once you really realize that that's when you can become a lot more free
0: well and you have to you have to analyze the risk and then risk reward and then say that I'm going to if I'm gonna take this calculated risk I accept the consequences good or bad but that's uh, that's what's kinda what you're getting at too. its it's, you know I make a choice today to you know everyone's got their choice to make about their their job and those situations I mentioned earlier and um, I there's a certain line where I'm not gonna comply and if I lose my job well, that's that's what happens. If the next job isn't going to hire me because I'm not going to agree to this, 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 that's what happens, and I'll deal with it. But I know where my line is on you know one big one big topic, and it will not be crossed. And I accept what will come of that, and I will do my best to adapt. And um, you know, I will I own myself and my choice, and I'm already my my mind is already there. So I'm saying it on pretty much and um, I'm going to like like you're saying I, I want I want to take action to to uh, give myself the best chance give myself options and and give myself you know freedom and the choice of freedom I mean that's uh you know we met a guy <coughs> we met a guy um, this weekend he came in and he's, he's I think within five minutes he mm-hmm. said um, you know freedom is like the like you said with your shirt he's like Freedom is the most important thing. That's not just a, a cliche. It's not something that just sounds good. He's like, that is it. People don't get that. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, dude. And I, I gave him a hug. I'm like, fucking great to meet you. This was like five minutes after he walked up, you know. But um, but people are, they're obviously losing sight of that. I mean, they're, they're convinced that um, compliance is virtue when it's actually cowardice. Um, they're convinced that, they're not allowed to make these choices, you know, um, thought crime and, um, yeah. and, and thought and crime. Thought crime. Yeah. Thought crime is a <laughs> big tool. that's being, you know, pressed upon everyone. Um, censorship, they're burning information, you know, who controls the past controls the future. Yeah. Who controls the present controls the past. That's so, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. is
1: that they create a story for you mm-hmm. is here's who you are. You come from, These people who came from over here and they wrote these rules and that you have to follow. That's why you agreed to this is because you're one of these people that we label whatever American, Washington, um, what, you know, uh, these are just labels, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, and and this is literally the story that people uh, that is imposed on people is, is this is who you are. This is why you're subject to is because of your story, your history oh you are either oppressed or you're an oppressor or whatever right just whatever it is that serves what it is they want you to do how they want you to act and um how they want other people to act towards you and making people into uh, making you know i'm kind of alluding to some of the race stuff right where um you know they pit people against each other mm-hmm. because of their beliefs um, because they're stories, because of you're this and you're that. And your stories mean that if you accept that this is your story, this is who you are, and that the other person accepts, oh, that's their story, that's who they are, and this happened to be that your enemies, well, then you're going to fight mm-hmm. and you're going to have that struggle that supposedly, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, this class struggle. You end up having all the, you know, the bottom class fighting each other dividing and, um, dividing um, conquer yeah. so, whatever so,
0: but whatever label yeah
1: so yeah it's the beliefs it's it's that's how they get you
0: mhm
1: it's crazy <laughs> um, cuz it uh, it also sounds woo woo it's just like oh what so we we just thought different than what we just have all all the things we want well not quite not exactly you got to work for it mhm it's just if you don't fix how you're thinking and, and your programming and your thoughts you're not going to act the way you need to act to achieve what you want you know so more or less I think that's what it comes down to um, I think like I said I do have hope because a lot of folks are so wow folks have been through a lot I mean they're probably just confused and beaten down now and really distracted and so those of us who see what's going on i know i wanna we all want to be able to save others Mm -hmm. and we also have to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first and this is something you'll hear a lot because it's true that if you go and sacrifice just try to be a martyr you don't take care of yourself you don't set yourself up you just set yourself up to be another victim right like figure out what do you have to do to be free and do it and then you can help others Mm -hmm. help yourself first um pretty much i know we want to save others but they're kind of destroying themselves and we want to get ourselves away from the blast radius from mm. the from the black mm. hole get away preserve your life like no don't go into their and don't go into the black hole with them chasing them you're going to just be disintegrated Mm -hmm. you get away from the harm the danger get to safety so that you can live another day so that you can save someone anyone save yourself save anyone you can you got to save yourself first though you know so, like, that's what we're doing here is, well, the world is seems to be crumbling. Well, we happen to be kind of lucky to find this spot where we can do something. Mm-hmm. And there will be attempts probably to stop or to make difficult what it is we do. And we just know whatever stupid hoops are. Not, we don't really deal with hoops. But challenges come up. Mm-hmm. And it's just a mindset of, okay, well, nothing's going to stop me. So, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to get around it and whatever somebody says I can't do, well, um, they're probably wrong. So um, <laughs> right, right. just basically having that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we all have to do. So, yeah, that, everybody can do anything. Uh, what can you do? Um, well, oh, yeah, one of the things that helped us, another shout-out that helped us start this was this Freedom Cells concept that you can find someone else. Start with find one other person nearby to you hopefully you can get to them shortly in a car or like even hop on your bike and get to them like go local if you can find somebody else cool that's like that this person this person is on my wavelength you don't have to think everything the same about everything you can you, you find someone who does also understand that freedom over everything mindset you're not going to stop me i'm going to live a happy successful life no matter what you say no matter what you do you're not going to hold me down like i was telling you earlier you're not i'm not you're not going to get me to face the wall or get in the box car Mm -hmm. you've already made that decision you find the people who've already made that decision and that don't have this false collectivist Victim identity of oh, I'm this and I'm that and they they fall into all these traps because of how they've been indoctrinated There's people like that on the left and the right you find the people who are really individual thinkers and they have you see You just know it (laughs) when you're with someone like oh, yeah this person. I'm rolling with this person cuz They're we're gonna help each other. We're gonna have each other's backs We're not gonna just give in or bow down once we find one other person like that you double or triple or quadruple your power you multiply it in other words you 10x each other's power well the freedom cells concept is that you find your own cell or cadre or your little team of people and think small okay because everybody wants to think big and oh i have, to have all this stuff right think small okay mm-hmm. think local think think like Basically, they propose eight people is ideal because there's reasons. So just I will say because reasons, but think about having a team of eight people. It could be, you know, um, it could be four couples, um, uh, four, four spouses or something. Like, or It could be whatever, right? It could be probably people of like mind and like interest in some fashion, but that help each other achieve sort of a, a basic competency in different areas that help the members of this cadre or team or group each be more sovereign and uh prepared and independent and resilient uh, uh and, and and able to stay free no matter what happens in the outside world. It's kinda like help each other, help your team, your little hyper local team, local, get together, do projects set goals, do accountability, help each other, get together. You know, there's all kinds of ways that this is manifesting itself in the not just the festivals but other things. Me and Brian and several other people, it was a group of like eight or nine of us, got together one day in January earlier this year and butchered three pigs. I had never butchered an animal in my life, and I learned that day how to butcher a pig, and we all went home every single one of us went home with like 40 or 50 pounds of pork we were still eating it you know we we cooked up you know ye- yesterday we ate some of my pork tenderloin that i butchered and um so doing things like that find someone find anyone find not just anyone obviously yeah. you want to find the good people anyone that you can click with that you can gel with and build trust with because that's also what it comes about it comes down to is no one succeeds alone so part of the defeatism and the pessimism and the negative stuff that we fall into is like oh it's hopeless because oh i'm you think like a lone wolf right and you need to not think like a lone wolf and you need to realize there are other people like me in whatever way that we're we're meant to help each other in our goals and my mission, like there, you're not going to, su- you're not going to achieve your mission alone. So you got to find the people that, that whatever it is, you're helping them, they're helping you, you are working for them, they're working for you, or you there, you're just your, your friends, your companions, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Your advisors, you know, your mentors, all of that. But, um, essentially you've got to, uh, find those people, be purposeful of who you choose to be your most trusted folks that are going to keep you safe instead of being dependent on the state to keep you safe, to be your first responders to come help you when you're in trouble, when someone's you know threatening your life or you're in danger in some other fashion. How about instead of having to call 911 and probably either dying or you know not getting the help you need, or a cop shows up and they shoot you, you know, and kill you. Um, instead of helping you how about you learn how to be your own first responder and how to help someone else um and learn some basic competency and about that's the idea with freedom cells is that you find that group of people that's serious about we're not going to be dependent so wherever you're at and most people they're what jack spirko survival podcast mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. jack spirko the Survival he talks about the grasshopper and the ant right you like you're starting as a grasshopper you're going to an ant because there's the fable that the grasshopper is the one that like through summer they're having fun and uh, food is so abundant and blah 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 and they're not working and preparing and they're <laughs> whatever and then come winter time they die and the ant doesn't take them in the ant has been working hard building up food and so jack spirico talks about that well All of us inevitably, because of how this whole socio-political system has been set up, we're essentially, 99% of us are really grasshoppers in almost every way. And so we need to realize that, be comfortable with it, be okay with it, and realize now that's where I'm at. And it's just a matter of starting to walk in that direction of becoming the ant and starting by, if you don't have stored food, well then go from having zero months or weeks of stored food to having like a week or two of stored food mm-hmm. start there. If you don't have an emergency fund, then start with having a, a $500 or a thousand dollar emergency fund so that you're not putting on a credit card or that's, a, that's not a freedom. sells. that's one of my examples of things that people should do to be more independent. But like, the Freedom Cells example goals for a cadre would be food storage, acquire or either known or know, uh, own or know how to use firearms, know how to defend yourself mm-hmm. instead of like just letting um, violent people come and hurt you, you know, because that's why they say, oh, you need to have a government because otherwise people would just come in. Come and victimize you, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, they could try, but actually, um, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good over here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty ready, you know, for anybody that wants to try something, mm-hmm. you know, they can take that risk because right. if you have the capability to protect your freedom and protect peace, then that's you know, you it's going to lead to more capability to to do those things, preserve preserve peace. You know, if you let yourself be vulnerable, then you're going to be victimized. So in other words, um, I think, you know, that, so the Freedom Cells goals, some examples would be uh, that, um, have communications abilities so that you can reliably, securely, privately communicate regardless of why, you know. But if, if there's an emergency, you want to know how you can communicate with your team, mm-hmm. you're going to help, you're going to help protect each other or keep each other safe and also having like an emergency bat plan like a bug out plan you know uh that type of stuff being able to get to safety if there is an emergency whether it's natural disaster or social strife and all the other things that are going on that endanger our lives don't think like oh wow things are so bad gee I hope I do, I'm not next in line to be you know um one of the victims think like oh no that I'm not going to be one so, how are we going to go about doing this? And then you mm-hmm. find your people, squad up, like, uh, like our friend John Bush likes to say. He's another one of the co founders of the Freedom Cells concept. Mm-hmm. It was John Bush and Derek Bros. Yep. Both Texas guys. I'm from Houston, Texas, originally, where Derek Bros is also from. So, he's a cool dude. John Bush is in Austin. They're really great activists. Liberty, anarchist philosophers, and uh, and and organizers, and they developed this Freedom Cells concept. So I or I also recommend you go to FreedomCells.org mm-hmm. because that is what helped us find each other. How I that's why part, part of how I found Brian and we started doing all this
0: stuff. That's why I'm sitting here talking to you right now is because of Freedom Cells so coming. You know, discovering Derek Bros from I don't know if it was like Corbett or Last Corbett, back right? on or yeah, Whitney Cor- Webb. Then yep. then then like oh, those yeah. are like those are like <laughs> the and um, those four—Corbett, Whitney Webb, Last American Vagabond, and Derek Bros—and they're all, you know, they they talk to each other, and it's beautiful to see when they when they overlap. But those are as far as like four incredible, inspirational, badass, hard-working people that are just doing incredible work, and and what they're putting out there, and what positive effect they're having is staggering. You know, you got. Derek, who's uh the freedom cells concept whitney who's probably the most badass journalist there is on the planet uh last Mary vagabond who's just you know telling you the real truth that hardly any other uh journalist will as well and he's been fucking amazing on covid and corbett is like the he's just like the i don't know he's kind of like the godfather to me in a way man his his work is impeccable like his 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 history his production his um dude and his his intellect and uh he's just like mad respect all day from here to eternity you know but but those four to me have been huge and derek in particular is why i've gotten to know miguel i've gotten to know this community and i feel incredibly fortunate for that fact and uh that's how i've ended up we've ended up you and i in this spot right now recording this um as a result of that so freedomcells.org look it up get on there like you're saying you find if there's not a cell near you, make one, and then the next person who's look around. You could be the one they find and encourage them. And yeah, you hope you get to know them in real life. It's just a springboard to get to know people in real life, and then you create these things. Um, outside the website starts you off. Says here's a good template. We think it's wor- it, it can work pretty well. Try it. Try and apply it, and see what happens. And find. Are you saying find those people around you because they are. You know if. Uh, it might take a little time but that's a beautiful um template and a network and a tool that he's put out there and you would do yourself a a big favor if you're not familiar with it to take advantage jump on there and find a cell start a cell and build some relationships with people around you
1: exactly yeah yeah and yeah, the thing about it obviously is you know if you're hearing this what do you like? What do you love? What do you enjoy? What gifts do you have? Um, do those things because like well, you want to or you want to learn how to grow stuff. Uh, you have a garden project. You, you want to put it out there like, hey, I need a few people to help me with this or who wants to learn how to do this or who can teach me how to do that. Right. Or like, oh, I sell or I, you know, I make this or, you know, um, go out there and go about it with, you know, curiosity and um, and just sort of uh, set your intention of like what what are you looking for' because it'll come to you once you start looking for it. um freedom cells is one cool way to do that um and just you know put it out there here. we've gone about it in a lot of different ways. We've gone on nature hikes together, we'll do a meetup, we'll have a speaker come and give a little speech at a meetup or we'll do we're doing these agora markets coming up pretty soon and there's other groups that have organized like little farmer market thing and a bunch of cool things you can do just be creative um and have fun with it yeah share your gifts uh that's that's all it, all it really is about so that would be another recommendation um but um well um and then of course you can reach out to me cuz I always love to help people yeah, let's give you know, so, let's give
0: people your you know some quick uh, links and info oh. and how to look you up and we'll we'll have all this in the description. So,
1: oh cool. Well, yeah. um, thanks. Yeah. Well, the main one, um, for me would be um, amagi.life is my brand. It's also my website, amagi.life. and um, you can go on there. And I haven't written on there in a while because I've been bad with that. Though you can find all my links, profiles, ways you can reach me. Which there's float, the float social media. There, I like that one a lot. I use Telegram for chatting with a lot of different groups, especially our Squatch Fest mm-hmm. and agorist groups. Um, and other links you'll find on Amagi.life how to reach out. Uh, there's Amagi.life slash coaching. Um, if you are interested in learning more about coaching, um, it gives, gives a bit of information on what it looks like and how to reach out. So, um i've also got a shop on there you know so that's amagi.life's my spot where you can find all my other links that's profiles a- a-m-a-g-i right? oh yeah sorry yeah. a-m-a-g-i amagi.life mm-hmm. um, and then squash fest the site for that is squashfest.site uh, and uh, that one you've got already tickets are on sale for harvest party um, we're taking just Bitcoin Cash, so the cool thing about that is that we just get to deal with the one Bitcoin Cash. But people who can't or won't or whatever don't want to deal with it, give somebody else whatever you would give. Send Venmo to somebody who knows how to use Bitcoin Cash, and they'll send us the because we're we use decentralized technologies. We use you know what we need to um to kind of further the vision. So uh, Squatchfest is where you can get that it's gonna it keeps getting bigger we've done two so far and so far they like well the second one doubled in size from the first and this one will be up to about 200 people so it's a really cool group um Squatch fest uh those are the two main you can go to libertarian party of washington at lpwa.org dot org for the NTO plant medicines organization um and um, hopefully I'm not forgetting anything major. Uh, libertarian Party stuff. I'm with the Mises Caucus. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about that. But, yeah, I mentioned Mises, actually, who taught Rothbard and Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. Mises, kind of godfather of the Austrian School of Economics. Oh, reason I brought them up is because of their deontological... You know, they break things down logically, like, through axioms. Like, okay, let's start with this. If we can agree on this, like, this other thing logically follows from the thing you've agreed you know th- this this fact that we've established mm-hmm. they're they're really great with philosophy and all that stuff but me lp mises caucus is the group that has been taking over the libertarian party and like you know they're getting ready to uh they're to run dave smith the comedian for president so there's fun stuff going <laughs> on with that lp mises caucus.org um sorry lp mises caucus.com i always mess that one up um those are some of the things I do. I do a bunch of stuff. Uh, who knows what the next thing will be. But this is my main focus here is building the community, you know. And uh, and so come on out if you're here. And if you're somewhere else out there in the big wide world, do it. Do it for yourself. And then, hey, come pay us a visit. Let us know how it's going.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> come come find us at war. In the meantime, find the, uh, the like-minded ones Around you and uh you know, we'll listen to your podcast when you get it up uh in a few months, right? We'll be listening back to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Solutions
1: (laughs) did I mention Solutions Radio Network? That's gonna be You mentioned it quickly, but go ahead. Yeah, Solutions Radio Network is some is something built also kind of off of the Squatch Fest community, off of Food Forest Farms. Brian and Joel and I are kind of developing this you know, mainly yeah, Brian and, and Joel really have spearheaded it building a studio where they're going to be broadcasting, recording, they're going to actually have like radio broadcasting access, but it'll be just media studio and network. We'll have content creators that come do podcasts, audiobooks, music, you name it. Um and we'll have our cool ways of record, you know, sort of recording it, editing it, publishing it, all that good stuff. We've got a lot of talent. Sweet. So um solutions radio network is going to help us put the message out there put the light put the you know all the
0: good stuff out there good vibes hell yes always always all right we're gonna wrap it up everybody hope you enjoyed it uh miguel duque thanks as always brother and uh we will catch you all next time
1: thank you man you're awesome (laughs) i try
0: i try thank you peace